Hello and welcome to episode 12 of the Erasable Podcast. I am your host, Tim Wassum, and I am joined by my other two hosts, co-hosts, and friends, two men who kickstart my heart every other week, Johnny Gamber and Andy Welfley. Aww. Hopefully you'll be fully funded. Yeah. <laughs> Always. <laughs> titanium heart. <laughs> yeah, my solid titanium heart is fully funded. Robocop. How are you <laughs> Pretty good. Fantastic. It's been a it's been a long week. I'm glad. Well, it's been a long weekend, I should say, which is good. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm uh approaching my first full week of school, so it's been a whirlwind. Oh man. A lot of uh, doing a lot of pencil writing actually. Hmm. But uh did you get lesson did, planning and stuff? Did you get your gross of uh, golden bears? I haven't ordered them yet because I haven't Got we have to wait for our classroom money to show up. Oh, do that like to be allocated to us. So I haven't haven't ordered them yet, but my, it's funny how my mother in law is a middle school teacher, and she says a lot of the kind of same things. She, I think she feels a lot of the same way you do about pencils. She mm-hmm. she definitely likes the laddie the Ticonderoga laddies a lot, and she mm-hmm. she uh, she talks about like you know getting the the good pencils and making sure they don't leave the classroom. So yeah. I think I've mentioned that before, but it's really funny just to kind of the the parallels. There, I'm just saying you'd remind me of my mother-in-law. Which. Yeah, that's an, it's an honor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, I thought we'd start by just going through our tools of the trade, what we're writing with and on, and what we are drinking. And I'm—I'll start us off. I am writing with a Ticonderoga Lay. Actually, <laughs> funny you should mention that. <laughs> just like Andy's mom, I am writing with a uh, a Ticonderoga Lay, and I am writing. In my Blackwing Slate notebook, which I know we'll talk about later, so that is fantastic. And I am drinking uh, half calf coffee, so, so no coffee. no no alcohol. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, half coffee, half <laughs> sludge. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's me. How about you, Johnny? I am also writing in a Blackwing Slate notebook. So pretty, mm-hmm. um, and I'm I'm using the what I I always call it the 2010 Blackwing, like the black Blackwing, classic. And I'm drinking some very beautiful Seeks Brazil Monte Carmelo, very very dark and French pressed and delicious. Mm. Or I should say I finished it, obviously, because I'm hyper. <laughs> now I'm drinking water. <laughs> so am I the only one boozing it up tonight? Oh, man, yeah. Oh, gosh, I guess so. <laughs> I'm I'm uh I am drinking I it's, I'm kind of embarrassed why I bought it. It's it's a it's a beer called Lucky Buddha and I've never <laughs> heard of it before. It's from China. And okay. I bought it well, okay, so I bought it specifically because it like the glass it's like a pressed glass bottle with like a Buddha on the on the front. And so it's all there's no labeling on the front, it's all just like this beautiful glass design and I like it a lot. I mostly bought it for that. And it's kind of, it's a little lighter than I usually like, but it's not bad. And the weird thing is, is it smells like marijuana. Oh, nice. <laughs> so I don't know, I don't know what's in it, but, uh, like college. <laughs> yeah. but I, I, uh, I opened it and, you know, in front of some friends and everybody started sniffing and looking around and just like, <laughs> did somebody just light, light up in here? <laughs> no, it's my beer. I swear. I swear. <laughs> so it's uh it's kind of weird but it's not bad like it's kind of a light crisp beer um and i mostly i just bought it for the bottle so i'm i'm that guy um i've done that before <laughs> All right. and i am writing with a um um a dong a pencil 
It is a Korean brand. It's D-O-N-G hyphen A. It's called a Fable, and it looks a lot like a um, like a Tombow mono, mono, like the styling of it does. It's kind of a poor man's Tombow. Like it's it's a it's a nice pencil. It's not as nice as the Tombow, but uh, one of our listeners, Thomas Cackler, uh, sent it to me. Um, who's a, a a guy who's I guess been to Korea a few times, and I was talking on a Facebook thread about this particular brand, and he DM'd me and, and sent me some. So these are it's a nice pencil. I'm liking it a lot. I'll post a link to it in show notes. Very nice. Uh, well, Yankee Doodle Andy, will you <laughs> tell everybody about our new our announcement that'll be new to some people who aren't in our Facebook group? Yes, uh, sir. something very exciting. I'd like for you to introduce our T-shirt. Yes, indeed. We need to get Mike Hurley on here to introduce this T-shirt um, since he's on hiatus. Um, mm-hmm. We uh, so, so actually kind of following in the footsteps of Pen Addict um, for their hundredth episode, they did a, a T-shirt campaign, um, and they used a company called Teespring, T E E Spring, and dot com. And we we are not on our hundredth episode, but uh, we're really excited about this, and we wanted to launch a T-shirt just because a lot of people have been asking. So, uh, kind of based on that wood clinched pencil vector pack, uh, we came up with a design. Um, it's a it's a pencil. Uh, I just use a standard pencil, not particularly identifiable to any one brand. Um, uh, against a, a T-shirt, and it's three colors. It's a it's a black kind of as the outline of the pencil. It's a kind of a light yellow that's the color of the wood in the pencil and of the ferrule brass and then a pink for the eraser it's a it's a really nice eraser pink i did a lot of research to find the right one there but uh at the top it says pencil is forever um which is a quote i believe we pulled from johnny in one of the earlier episodes Mm -hmm. talking about um you know the archival quality of pencil and then the then the pencil right below that and on the uh the pencil itself, it says the Erasable Podcast. It says number two. It's this cool little lightning bolt glyph that I found. Um, and then below that, it has our web address. And it's all very it's all very nice. The The paint of the pencil has been adapted from uh, the, uh, like the T-shirt material itself makes up the color of the pencil. Um, if you want to see it, go to teespring.com slash erasable. Um, it's $22. And uh, we need to sell 20 of them in order to uh, have this thing go live. We have to do this by September 3rd. And the good news is is that within the first 24 hours of posting this, uh, we have sold 19 of them already. So I'm almost certain we're going to go live. Uh, I haven't ordered mine. None of the other guys have ordered theirs yet. Mm. Um, but what's nice is, you know, we have a, a standard. It's it's made by a company called Canvas. It's a tri-blend tee, so it's a little bit nicer. It has some polyester and some rayon built into it. Um, so it's, it's this really nice cerulean blue. Um, I do have a couple other styles. Uh, there's a women's fit tee. Um, it's a little bit more fitted, um, against a little bit darker blue. Um, they call it an indigo. Uh, and then we had some requests for some larger sizes cause that canvas only goes up to two XL. Um, we have a nice one that's made by fruit of the loom, which I think is a pretty good standard t-shirt. Um, it's, and that's a little bit even darker. It's, it's called a denim. It's like a gray black uh, uh, gray blue. I mean, um, it actually looks super nice that way. I, I like this style a lot. I may have to order one in this style. Um, and that goes all the way up to five XL. So, uh, we can accommodate hopefully anyone with this. Um, so yeah, teespring.com slash erasable. There are, there's a link in the show notes and, uh, the proceeds from this will actually be going to, um, do a couple things. Uh, we will, 
you know, try to get raise some funding to fund our next round of swag that we want to, you know, get to all of our, our listeners and fans. Uh, cause people like stuff, people, people on this podcast like, like stuff. Uh, and then us. including us. Oh yeah. This is as much for us. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely ordering a couple of these t-shirts. Um, and then the other thing is, is we're going to fund hopefully some, uh, better audio equipment because, uh, we're all coming at you from our, uh, you know, our head earbuds, microphones. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we definitely, you know, when we had Brad on last week, you know, he was crisp and clear and he has a really nice podcasting mic. So, uh, hopefully we can, we can all get to that level. Um, so yeah, that's, that's what we're doing with our, with this t-shirt, uh, teespring.com slash erasable and, um, pledge early and often. <laughs> Thank you guys. Cool. Johnny, will you give us the results from the right notepads ledger giveaway? Yes, absolutely. We, uh, we drew lucky number 13, which is Kevin, whose favorite pen is pilot, the better retractable ballpoint, fine and black ink, the closest I can get to a pencil and feel and weight. Uh, so Kevin, if you can email us or Twitter us or even just put, well, I don't want to put your address on Facebook. Um, can, can we have your social your security address. number, please? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just get us your address somehow and I'll get it out to you tomorrow or Tuesday from Baltimore. So it should come pretty quickly. I, I have his email address, um, Johnny from when he left the comment. So I'll send that to you. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Thank yes. you. Sure. It's pretty. You're going to like it. It's really cool. All right. Well, let's get into our fresh points. And Johnny, you just want to keep going and get us started? I will keep going. Uh, first, uh, uh, we would like to thank Luca from Scotland. Luca sent a package of, I think, five different kinds of Stadler Norrises for Nori for each of us, <laughs> uh, including like some uh, the triangular one I'd never even seen before in person. It's super, super awesome. So thanks very, very, very much, Luca. And if there are pencils from the U.S. you want, drop me a line because I have a lot of pencils. <laughs> I'm enjoying and, mine uh, so far. I, I love these triangular yeah. ones. Yeah, they're really cool. I really like the, um, the Norris Eco. Yeah. It's like a really cool striped Wopex, and I love all things Wopex, which could be a good T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> all things Wopex. Yeah, <laughs> you know they make t-shirt. Uh, they make t-shirt material out of recycled like Coke bottle plastic. So maybe would it we weigh can... like twenty pounds, like a Wopex shirt would. <laughs> 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 you can't wash it except with like you know harsh chemical. No, just kidding. Ah, <laughs> oh, the fire hose. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and also, there's a new stationary blog on the block from uh, Vikram Shah, who has done some. Um, sort of pencil instructional videos on YouTube before. It's called Scribo Mechanica. Yes. That right, Andy? Yes. Um, I, I usually say Scribo, but Scribo works too because it's not a real word. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Vikram's blog is like exploded. He's got like, I say like a lot, something like a dozen um, reviews up already, including some of my favorite pens, if I admit to liking pens, the Signo... BLX pen and of course the space pen. Did you notice so that yes that last week Brad Dowdy said Sino? He did. I, I always say Signo, but now I'm going to have to get myself to say Sino. Sorry to interrupt. He, Sino makes more sense. Yeah. He talked about it early on in the pen attic, but they they talked about how I I, about the, the actual pronunciation is Signo, but they both just thought that sounded stupid, and so they so <laughs> Brad just decided he was going to call it Sino. I think that's the backstory. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> I'm saying Sino from now on. Hmm. <laughs> Excellent. They'll get us to do it. Yeah. <laughs> if Vikram does the 
uh, Bit Crystal this week. He's going to be my new favorite blog in the world. Nice. <laughs> like he's like covering all the bases. It's great. Can I can but, I talk about that Scribo Mechanica thing for a second? Yeah, please. So uh, I actually have a blog post coming where I'm talking about it, but I'm so so excited to see this come to be. Uh, and I had no idea until Johnny pointed out to me. But so uh, a long time ago, before after the Pencil Thing podcast uh, or Pencil Things um, blog ended. Uh, I wanted to start a podcast, or I keep saying podcast, a blog about uh, all things writing. And uh, I registered um, a a domain, and I, I called it. It was not scribomechanica.com, but it was it was some variation on that. And so I was going to call my blog that, and I just never took off. I didn't get the traction, so I sort of tried to coin it as a word. I submitted it, like to the Urban Dictionary and got a bunch of people to try to try to use it, but nobody ever really bit with it. And so I've been using it a lot kind of on my blog, but I suddenly there's a blogger using scribomechanica.com and I'm super happy and excited and glad that he's doing it because he is doing it in such a way where he's celebrating, you know, any aspect of writing, kind of the mechanics of writing. So uh, I already kind of dropped him a congratulatory email about it because I think that's super cool. So it's cool to see like words you invent, you know, kind of getting picked up. <laughs> <laughs> You're a linguist. Yes, yes, I'm a. <laughs> that, that's for sure. Yeah, and so the <laughs> blog's pretty well done. Yeah, I'm just like his I reviews like the are. Here's a picture of it. His reviews are super, super detailed. Yeah, a lot of good, good photos also. Yeah. And Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt there. No, 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 it's okay. Another thing I wanted to mention was that um, one of my favorite pencil companies, General's Pencil Company, was featured on. Um, a web series called This Built America recently. I think the blog, there's a link on our Facebook group, and they'll be, they'll be on here too. There's a nice little video of some of their production and just sort of a showcase of them as celebrating American manufacturing, which is very cool. It's sponsored by the new Ford F-150 also, if you're in the market for a pickup truck. Hmm. Um, <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the last thing I wanted to mention was uh, Tim mentioned one or two episodes ago that it's sort of become fashionable to uh, bash moleskins, and I'm guilty of that because I've done that multiple times. And one of the reasons I hated moleskins eventually was that the paper was so smooth; it wasn't very good for pencils. They just kind of smeared all over the place. Mm. So I'm just, I'm trying to take a, another look at moleskins because I know that they changed their covers, and they swear they've never changed their paper, but they've changed their paper like 20 times. So I'm hoping the new ones a little more pencil friendly. I picked up the um, 18 month little prints planner and ditching the planner that I have. Cause I don't like it. Although it's white and it feels like a Mac and I don't like Macs. So it's kind of weird and it's getting dirty, but the paper has been pretty nice. Well, this podcast <laughs> is being like recorded on a Mac. So yeah. <laughs> I'm recording you on it's a Mac. So you better actually. apologize. <laughs> no, <it's cool. laughs> I have Linux everything. <laughs> No apologies to Mac lovers. No, it's all right. For liking no. Macs. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, I'm going to shut up now. <laughs> uh, Andy, you want to keep us going? Yeah. I'll, uh, I'm just going to, I'm going to turn this into a, like a Mac tech podcast. Is that cool with everybody? <laughs> I'm going to, I'm out. <laughs> I'm going to get my curly on, you know, it'll just be, it'll just be the two of us. I'm going to put Linux on your phone. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, so the first thing I wanted to mention is something I think that you guys are probably uh, aware of as well. Um, there is a, and I just blogged about this this morning. Um, there is a new uh, 
kind of website out there for people who like pen, paper, pencil blogs called Penaquad. It's P-E-N-N-E-Q-U-O-D dot net. And uh, it's run by Ian Headley, who does the pens, papers, pencils. Uh, and I'm saying that because there are uh, uh, exclamation marks after each one of those. Um, his pod- or his blog. And uh, he has put together like a, a sub... I don't even know what it does. It uses Google, uh, Google's kind of search engine. And, uh, but it only searches certain blogs. So he's added my blog. He's added all, you know, your, your, your blog, um, Johnny and Tim, mm-hmm. um, pencil talk, I think is on there. Uh, well-appointed desk, pen addict, you know, a whole bunch of, of really great pen, paper and pencil blogs. So if, if you're like, if you're like me and uh, you remember reading something about a pen uh, or a pencil or what have you, and you can't remember who wrote it, um, and maybe Google would just give you uh, a ridiculous amount of like you know e-commerce links and, and results, um, go over to penaquad.net and type it in there, and chances are it'll come up. And it's really fast, too. Since it's only searching those sites, I think it goes much faster. I tried it a little bit, and it worked really well. So, uh, yeah, check that out. Um, I told him I'd mention that today. Um, there is, uh, I think you guys have seen the new word notebooks. Yes. They're really cool looking. Um, they're called polygon. Uh, they're, they come in these really cool, bright colors. There's a, there's a, a white and an orange and a, what is that? A green? I need to look that up again. Um, gray. Gray. Yeah, you're right. Yep. Pencil color, man. Yeah. Um, (laughs) the, the trouble is, is I really want to get one of, I want to get a three pack, one of each, but they only sell them in solid colors. Yeah. A few people mentioned that on Instagram and they replied that, uh, to the effect noted, I wonder if they'll do it. They're pretty, pretty awesome folks. I guess if the three of us buy a pack of this, we could, you know, in different colors, we can just trade and, you know, each have a a mix pack to think about that. (laughs) <laughs> so yeah, uh, a link to that is in show notes. Um, that's super cool looking. I really like word notebook. I'm actually on two, I'm using two field notes right now, but, uh, I'm going back to another word after I'm done with, done with this. But yeah, that's, that's really cool. Um, the last thing I was going to mention is the Blackwing slate, which we talked about a little bit earlier. Um, I, I posted a, I got it and I was bored one night, so I just posted a review really quick, but I really, really like it. What do you guys think? I agree. I love it so far. I haven't used it a whole lot because I'm in the middle of several other notebooks, but I, what I usually do is I'll open up to the last page and write all over that last page and try out different things on it, and it is really nice. I really like it. Pencil, fountain pens. I mean, it was handling everything really well. So it's a, it's a, the paper's heavier, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the paper's a, a 90 uh, GSM, and I think that like Rhodia's 80, and then uh, the previous, like the previous um, Palomino branded uh, luxury notebook that they that they've had mm-hmm. that I have, uh, I think that's even seventy. So, mm-hmm. and I and I think it's kind of a mystery what moleskin is, but I think it's right around sixty or seventy usually. Mm-hmm. Right around junk. No. <laughs> <laughs> and the oh, nice. and the texture of the paper is really nice. I mean, it's not like yeah. I, I have problems with Rhodia because Rhodia is so glassy that mm-hmm. um, I, I still like it and I still use it, but. Uh, it seems like a really nice in between, so it's the, definitely the next thing I'm going to use. Yeah. yeah, it sounded so good. I was afraid I wouldn't like it when I opened mm-hmm. it, but it's really nice. The um, the 2010 Blackwing is my favorite thing in there so far, and that that's a pencil that's sort of hard to match up. Usually, things are too smooth and it makes a mess. So there's so much tooth. You're like, where did my pencil go? But this is working out very very well. 
And so the far. loop, the pencil loop on the side is, I mean, it was just a great idea in the first place, but it seems to have, like it's going to have integrity, like it's going to stick around. Yeah. Um, it's not going to work oomph. out. So. Mm-hmm. The, the one I thing. It only has to last as long as the notebook, though, I guess. So. Yeah. The one thing that I guess I was a little concerned about um, is, you know, in order to put that loop on the spine and not have it kind of be, be semi-detached, um, the two kind of, you know, front and back cover are met by a thick elastic and like, um, like some glue and kind of the substrate. So mm-hmm. it's not, you know, it's not the same cover all the way around. So it looks a little flimsy, but I don't think it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I felt that way about the cover material too. It's a lot tougher than rhodium material. It's a lot tougher than it, I thought it was going to be. Yeah. And it's, I uh, I think it's going to be bulletproof. Yeah. Bullet pencil proof. <laughs> Ooh, I don't uh, know pencil it's pretty tough. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, it's uh, like a like a polymer, so it's it, for people who don't use leather. I think it's you know it's good for you. It nice. Smells good. Yeah, it smells like oil. Not that Plastic. I sniffed it. <laughs> Weirdo. <laughs> Weirdo. I never sniff my office supplies. <laughs> and I like that they they did their sort of history on the back inside cover instead of putting an insert like Moleskin does. Yeah. Because the insert in Moleskins has gotten really, really big. Which <laughs> is probably why the cost is going up a little bit. Well, and they're adding all the languages to it, too. And I, <laughs> I really, really liked the uh, pocket in the back because it's kind of a mm-hmm. double pocket. Uh, there's a little part in the front that you can put your like a credit card or driver's license in. And actually, I put my driver's license in there and took a picture of it. And then I realized my driver's license number was just in that picture. So I had to, <laughs> I had to take that picture down real quick and blur it and post it back up. <laughs> it's like, oh, crap. But, uh, but then, the, you know, there's the regular flap kind of behind that that you can, you know, put folded up pieces of paper in or other stuff. Mm-hmm. I just put a bunch of $100 bills in there <laughs> usually right. to, light, to light my cigarettes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So yeah, that's that's all I had. And I let's wrap it up. I don't have a whole lot. I am just fried this week because I'm getting ready to go back to school. But um, I've been back at school, and a couple things that pencil related that have been going on as I've been doing in service and things like that is that I've found myself, you know, over the summer I carry 15 pencils with me everywhere I go, you know, in my bag, in my, in my brass town. So I'll pull out all these pencils and I'll be writing with something different. And then once school came back and I had a million things to do yesterday, you know, like I, it needed to be done the day before I found out about it. I found myself reaching to one, one thing, kind of like what Brad was talking about in the last episode and sticking with it all day long, hmm. uh, which was really refreshing for the moment (laughs) to just pick up like I'm going to use this pencil today. I'm going to use it all day. And one that I've been using or two that I've been using a lot more than I ever have before because I've never really been uh, fans fans of the fat pencils like the big jumbo pencils. Mm -hmm. Uh, But for some reason the my first Ticonderoga and the uh, Faber-Castell 9000 Jumbo 2B those two pencils have been kind of my go-tos, which has been interesting. I think it's because I've been using you know, legal pads and making just big like lists and writing cursive. And it's not real – I'm not needing to make small marks. I'm just kind of writing a whole lot and getting ideas down on paper for lesson plans. And it's just been really uh, – it's been great. So it's kind of interesting to get back to school and start to see stationary habits fall into place. 
which uh, hadn't been there all summer because, you know, while I have a bunch of stuff going on over the summer too, I, you know, not having to be there at six thirty in the morning and, <laughs> yeah. and, and keep up with 50 other people in the building. So, yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's the main, that's really the only thing I had to, uh, to bring up. All right, we have another special guest this week. We'd like to welcome Jeff Grant to the show. He started a new Kickstarter this week. Or did it start this week, or was it? Uh, it was a couple weeks ago. Was it a couple weeks ago? Yeah. Uh, for the uh, Bullet Pencil ST, which we're all very excited about. Uh, we're always excited to have a new pencil product on the market, especially through Kickstarter, because then you get some extra cool things that show up. And so, Jeff, thank you for coming on to the show. Thanks, guys. Nice to meet you. Hey, Jeff. So just to get things started, we wanted you to give us a little rundown of your background and your history with Kickstarter and also just uh, any of the other machining work that you've done. If you could just give us a little bit of your backstory. Sure, sure. Um, well, I'm married and I have five kids, uh, ages 9 to 19. I live in Southern California and I have an engineering background and have worked in the manufacturing industry all my life. Um, I started off uh, with a company called Union Carbide making high-purity gases, and I worked for another company making aluminum composites, kind of in the you know materials arena. I moved on to um, manufacture surgical and examination gloves. I uh, lived in Asia for a number of years doing that. Um, I also worked for a company that did condom development, so um, <laughs> I know everything there is to know about condoms, like it or not. <laughs> Um, good. <laughs> and um, and now I, I run a, a specialty coating company in Lakeside, California, which is near San Diego. And we do special coatings that uh, protect base metals, make them more scratch and wear resistant. Are they made so of we, latex? No, they aren't. No, they aren't. <laughs> and they don't come in a little foil pack either. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, so, so these coatings are uh, used in the aerospace industry. They're used for military applications, uh, dental and orthodontic instruments uh, and implants, uh, firearms and the like. And so um, I like to think that I, I have the, a broad enough background that I can figure out how to make things, figure out how to improve things. And uh, that's kind of what led me to the, the Kickstarter application. Um, my, my oldest boy, who's 19, his name is Nathan, uh, he turned me on to Kickstarter, told me, you know, if you have a great idea, you present it here. If people like it, you get funded, and then you're able to get your, your product out on the market. So I thought it was a fun and interesting way to include uh, my son, uh, my family in, in this little project, make some neat products and uh and get them out to the world yeah that's cool Definitely. and so 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 my first kickstarter campaign was um a product that um my son prompted me to to look at and which was making a metal pocket comb um he was frustrated <coughs> with the plastic combs that you can get at the you know 7-eleven or the local gas station and um what it inspired me was to to think back to what my grandfather carried in his pockets and the sort of things that he had um, on his person. You know, it's popular now. You see it on Instagram and a lot of these blogs and Reddit and, and the like where people do what they call a pocket dump mm -hmm. where they um, empty their pockets and take a picture of it. And so I thought back to what he would carry 
and he always carried a pocket comb. He, he had a flat top haircut. Uh, he was a World War II veteran. He was actually in Pearl Harbor uh, hmm. during the Japanese attack. And um, he, in his retirement years, was a locksmith. So he had just about every gadget known to man. You know, he had a Swiss Army knife. He had a regular pocket knife. He actually carried a bullet pencil. Uh, he carried his ace uh, indestructible comb. Um, he carried a lot of neat things, a memo book. It wasn't the field notes book. They didn't have that brand back then, I guess, but it was like a little book he got from a, a feed store, I think. But um, so I thought, well, what, what would he like to carry in his pockets and what, what did he carry that could be improved upon? And that led me to the um, Metal Comb Works uh, Kickstarter campaign where I made stainless steel pocket combs of a variety of different designs. I love and, love the one with the coin coin in it. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, so thanks. cool. Yeah, that's that's one of the more popular ones, and, and the the idea there was to kind of have an Art Deco styling and include what I think is the coolest U.S. coin ever made, which is that Mercury dime yeah. coin that they made from I guess nineteen sixteen to nineteen forty six. <clears throat> yeah, um, with that winged Mercury head, it, that, that's super cool. So um, it was it was a bit of a challenge figuring out how to fixture that dime into the comb so that it wouldn't come out without destroying it. Uh, but we got that figured out. And um, like I said, it's one of the more popular combs. So so uh, based on that initial success with Kickstarter, I thought about doing other campaigns. I followed on with another uh, comb campaign where I changed the designs and went to uh, titanium alloy on some of the combs. And then... Um, that was also successful. Uh, then the third campaign I ran was a um, cover for field notes or for memo books. And the the problem I was having there is that I'd carry around a field notes for a couple days and the ends and corners would be all tattered. I'd end up ro rolling or tearing the cover. And I thought there's got to be a better way. And I, I looked at the um, leather cases that were out there and they have, there's some beautiful Le leather covers out there that you also double as credit card holders and the like and but they were still a little too soft and allowed the field notes to get um, bent up so I came up with the uh, just cutting some very thin it's thinner than a, a credit card um, uh, titanium covers and I wanted it to be more than a cover so I um, I put some features into it where you can kind of fold it together like origami and uh, use it as a phone prop. You can use it for taking macro photos. Um, you can do some other things with it besides just have it work as a as a cover. And then um, then I followed on with the, with the fourth campaign, which is currently going right now, and there's only like three days left, and it's fully funded, and, and uh, so folks will be receiving their rewards in the next few weeks um, but it was for uh, titanium clips or uh, page markers or bookmarkers. I love and those because it, it seems like you're doing custom like letters and punctuation in it. That's right yeah um, I basically listened to the backers and uh, they came up with some really good ideas uh, one of which uh, was to make the page marker clips with travel icons on them. So I have one with an airplane, with the, one with a hotel kind of symbol, one with a rental car kind of symbol. So you can kind of organize your travel documents 
um, when you, when you're on a trip. And so that was, uh, from one of the backers. So I quickly made up some, uh, prototype images and included those. Um, another lady wanted some, um, uh, wildlife or animal related items. So I did, uh, a sea creature set where I have a sea turtle and a seahorse, a dolphin, and, uh, one other that I can't think of right now, but, um, yeah, and, but included in that is the typewriter set, and so uh, one of the rewards is you're able to pick uh, any four letters, numbers, or characters you'd like, and that's what you'll get in your set. That's awesome. And and just, just to clarify, this is something that this podcast is going to come out on Monday, uh, probably okay. probably Monday evening, so there still will, will be a couple days left for, for listeners to get in on that? Oh, yeah, perfect, yeah. And, um, you know, I've had a lot of folks come to me and say, well, my, my name is uh, several letters more than your reward. How do I get a second set? And I've just encouraged everyone to, um, uh, you know, double up the reward value and just click the single reward and then we'll sort out what they need to get uh, through the survey process. And uh, so, yeah, I'm really looking forward and, I, and I've built some of these clips in advance. So it should be pretty quick that I get rewards to everyone and um, it, it's going to be a little bit of a logistical challenge, making <laughs> sure that uh, you know, Andy, you get your S E X punctuation mark that you. <laughs> I got to. I got to have that. <laughs> okay, but uh, but uh, seriously though, it's, he's kidding um, everyone. You know, that's going to be a little tough, but uh, <laughs> we'll make it happen. Yeah. <laughs> what what if I wanted like an umlaut or some uh, like a <laughs> like some accent marks above it? Yeah, or, or the Thai <laughs> symbol for bird or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's probably not going to happen. But what I've done is I, I've put a photo image of I think it's an old Royal typewriter uh, keypad. I, I um, purchased the uh, from um, one of those photo stock style places the uh, license to post that image there. But so I have all the letters. Uh, it includes a couple special characters, question mark, exclamation point, I think a dollar sign, and then uh, numbers one through nine. So um, and that that's the limit of the of that particular reward is picking your four characters, numbers or uh, numbers that you'd like. So that's cool. And then uh, finally, that brings us to the current campaign, which is the bullet pencil. And, um, uh, you know, hearkening back to my grandfather, he carried a bullet pencil and I just thought it was the coolest thing that he could whip out his pocket knife and sharpen his pencil, uh, to a fine point where, you know, in my kindergarten and first grade class, we've got the old crank style, uh, pencil sharpener. And that was tough enough to get a good, uh, point or tip on it. And, uh, so, um, I decided that I would, try to improve upon and maybe modernize a bit the the bullet pencil. I have a few dozen of the old uh, style ones, probably from the 50s and 60s, whenever they uh, were popular. And um, I looked at those. I looked at the, uh, I guess there's one called the Buffalo uh, bullet pencil. I bought one yeah. of those where you basically make your own. Yeah. And um, I bought the Midori uh, bullet pencil, and I kind of looked at all the different features, the you know benefits, the, the the things that were good and bad about those designs, and uh, rolled them all up and and added in a, a couple new features to um, try to make this modern version uh, more useful in today's uh, 
tablet and smartphone environment by adding a stylus tip to it. And, um, you know, Andy, I, I spoke to you and a few other pencil gurus to try to figure out what was a good across the board consensus on what a good quality pencil was and uh, decided to go with the Palomino Blackwing 602 as the filler in the, in the, in the bullet pencil. Yeah, I know that there's, you know, there's some people who do a lot of, you know, just kind of like long form writing and, you know, sustained writing and they, they don't like it because it's, you know, even that's, you know, the hardest of the Palomino black wings, but it's still a little soft. But I think, I think on average, most people agree that that's, you know, that's one of the best and most interesting that you can get now. Right. And what I, I thought was extra cool about it is the design of the eraser and it allowed me to, um, have something completely different. I had never seen a bullet pencil with a rectangular eraser feature, and especially with an eraser feature where you could kind of index up the eraser as you used it to get a more usable chunk of the eraser sticking out. And so um, that that was another uh, factor in the decision to to use that particular pencil. So I guess one of my questions, this is Andy, um, is... Um, you know, why a bullet pencil in the first place? You know, why not like a small mechanical pencil or a Fisher's, Fisher bullet pen or one of those space bullet pens, one of those kind of things? Like how did you come across like a wooden pencil? In the- well, you know, I'd always liked uh, just, just the feel of a wooden pencil. And mechanical pencils are great. And, and I kind of put that little joke in. I haven't been called on it yet <laughs> about the uh, Chapter 11 Reference to David Reese's book, How to Sharpen a yes. Pencil, and uh, <laughs> classic literature. You know, when I, right. when, when I reviewed that book, I uh, on my blog, I just posted a picture of that from, like, I just took a screenshot of that chapter and put it in okay. there. And yeah, that's I love that. That's my favorite. Right. So, um, so yeah, th- there are other writing instruments out there that are obviously more appropriate for particular applications and that it, and you're not going to be able to please everyone and I'm sure, you know, there's a, a million opinions on what the best writing instrument is, but I'll leave it to you guys, the experts to make those decisions, but mm-hmm. for me the the pencil it, it just, you know, feels nice in your hand. Um, it, it writes well, and then you can adjust the, you know, sharpen the tip to, to get it just how you'd like it. And and I guess I'm just a little too heavy-handed. Mechanical pencils for me, even with the larger leads, I'm, I'm constantly breaking them off, and then I'm clicking the lead down, and it's sticking out too far or not far enough. And um, it's, uh, you know, more of a hassle than what it's worth for me. And and I'm on the go a lot, and so the bullet pencil just, you know, made sense for me. Cool. Great. Uh, could you run us through some of the uh, particular parts of this bullet pencil, like the different features you've been you've developed for it? And also, maybe along with that, walk us through the different pledge levels for the Kickstarter. Sure. Um, yeah, the, the bullet pencil is is made out of aluminum. I, I considered making it out of titanium because I, I noticed on Kickstarter that people have a love affair with titanium. I think 98% or something of all the Kickstarter campaigns that have the word titanium in them get funded. <laughs> and, you, know, uh, you know, real quick, it, it's amazing. I've been listening to a lot of people talk about, like, Kickstarter campaigns, and there is a science behind it, like – People have written books about Kickstarter. It's incredible, like how predictable sometimes it can be. <laughs> oh, sure, and and um, as a, kind of a, a semi-veteran now on my fifth campaign, 
um, when you immediately launch your campaign, you've got dozens and dozens of people who say, hey, we know how to get you funded absolutely. Here's what you need to do. Even, yes. when, even when I was linking to your Kickstarter campaign on Twitter, I got like three spam tweet bo- Twitter bots just like responding back and be like, hey, we can help you launch your campaign. You <laughs> like, I'm not there launching a campaign. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they're, they're all crawling all over each other trying to help out. I, I have never used any of their services, but um, there is definitely an art to it, and there's, uh, but there's uh, certainly a science to it as well. And I'm a little concerned on this bullet pencil campaign because all my other campaigns had funded within a, a couple days of the start. And and it's kind of a bathtub curve where it spikes up right in the bit, beginning as you're a new campaign. And then uh, at the very – and then it's flat for a while. And then at the very end, it kind of spikes up again as you get more attention in, in the last few days. And so we're at about half the – uh, target level of eighty nine hundred dollars. Uh, I think we're at forty five hundred and some change right now. So uh, I'm really hopeful that in the next few days, I guess we have eighteen days left in, in the bullet pencil campaign that we'll be able to reach the goal. Because I really want to make this and, and get the the rewards out there to all the people that are um, so excited to to receive this type of a product. Um, but um, yeah, back to the the pencil itself. Um, it, it's uh, made out of aerospace aluminum. It's a uh, sixty sixty one material, and for the prototype, I used it's it's a three part um, pencil, not counting the clip. And so the the eraser end is is uh, machined out of aluminum and press fit into a piece of seven sixteenths inch tubing, and I've cut a rectangular hole in that eraser uh, and to allow the uh, Palomino eraser to fit in there. And I've intentionally made it a little tight so Mm -hmm. that um, I I noticed on the Palomino pencil, because it's got the thin gauge uh, steel around the base or aluminum around the base, that it doesn't always hold the the eraser in there very um, snug. You have to kind of pinch it sometimes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And and um, I've noticed too that you know there are a couple little detents on the clip that that um, that U shapes around the eraser. And if you don't have those um, with sharp edges on them, then it doesn't bite into the eraser well enough there, and the eraser can still slip down inside of that U channel. So what I was going to do on my pencil is everyone uh, make those holes a little sharper so that. Hopefully the eraser can be indexed up and not want to slide back into the the butt end of the pencil. That sounds great. And then um, for the other end, um, the you know the the traditional bullet pencil works kind of on a friction uh, lock type of a mechanism. It's got a a little bulge in it, or sometimes a little slot or a groove where it kind of snaps into place. And with this thicker gauge aluminum that I'm using, that's um, not an easy option. And mm-hmm. so, what you can't see in the images, and what I hadn't won't, I hadn't revealed until now. So, drum roll, please. It's right. We I've put a little spring-loaded detent. They're called a ball plunger. You may. You know, sometimes they're on drawers or other devices where you want it to stick in place, but you don't want it to hold with so much force that you can't get it apart. Yeah. 
And so uh, it will be hidden inside the body of the pencil. It's actually going to be in the the stylus tip pencil holder, holder section. And uh, it's basically all you'll see on the on the side of that little tip is a, a little ball bearing head. And that ball bearing is going to uh, hooks into a slot inside of the body of the the, the pencil uh, holder. So it's going to snap into place securely and then it won't over time wear out and end up slipping or falling out. So you should have a good content, uh, good contact, and uh, you'll actually hear a little click when it goes into place. Oh, well, that's cool. Oh, wow. Awesome. Yeah. So, um, and then the, the 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 capacitive tip that I've chosen is uh, uh, off of the bamboo, I guess, stylus, which is a popular brand. And so you'll be able to uh, purchase your own capacitive tips down the road. Uh, you, you're going to get a few with the with the bullet pencil itself, but if you lose them or wear them out over time, you'll be able to get um, a readily available tip, and there are no tools required to put it on. So basically, you pinch it in your fingers and kind of expand it over the the tip, mm-hmm. and uh, then it closes down and holds securely in place um, uh, onto the end of the bullet pencil. So, um, and then the the last feature, which is kind of uh, new and not um, what you see on a lot of traditional bullet pencils is adding the clip. Uh, Midori's clip um, is uh, was the first thing that broke on that on the pencil when I when I purchased it. I, I passed it to my daughter and she gave it a try and it, it, the clip immediately broke off. So I'm making a much heavier gauge clip and it's it's uh, bolted in place. There's a couple little screws that hold it in place. And uh, so it should never come off. But if you do want to remove it and have the pencil more of a traditional uh, streamlined look, you can unscrew those um, two screws and and remove the clip. That's that's cool. Like I, I actually, you know, probably about a year or so ago, started talking to some people about bullet pencils and showing them what you know what they were and trying to get them interested in it. And more than once, I heard people say. You know, you know, it'd be good if this had thing had a stylus on it, and I'm like, oh man, yeah, I would. So I'm, yeah. I'm excited that this is, you know, something that, you know, you noticed and and kept up on. Yeah, well, thank you. And um, you know, since the campaign launched, I uh, have been keeping an eye out on eBay and uh, you know everywhere else for bullet pencil references and uh, to see what's out there. And I came across a really cool one. It's actually a bullet pencil promoting a nightclub and it hmm. says something about uh, ladies night get in free something like that and instead of having an eraser on it that end is a really cool bottle opener ooh so, so yeah. it's it's really streamlined it's not much bigger in diameter than the body of the bullet pencil so i bought that one up and i have it here and i've been looking at it thinking how can i incorporate that into fitting into that rectangular slot of the pencils to where you could, you know, slip it out. Maybe you would have that little device on your keychain, and then if you wanted to use your bullet pencil to open a uh, a beer or a soda, you just uh, pop that onto your bullet pencil and, and crack it open. So yeah. but that's more of a stretch goal and, you know, something that I think is uh, down the road. That's cool. So, um, so some of the various levels of uh, the Kickstarter pledges. I know that you have kind of three that you're promoting here, and right, uh, yeah. So the 
the the the top level is the is the bullet pencil we've been talking about, and so um, in, in that configuration, which is a a thirty nine dollar reward, you get the uh, bullet pencil with the stylus. Uh, you get a refill for the pencil, and and by the way, you get uh, two pencil stubs out of one Palomino pencil. So cool. Uh, you know, by uh, cutting off the usable length of the pencil, basically splitting that in half, you are set up with uh, with two pencils and then obviously one eraser. So uh, you're going to get that. You're going to get some spare uh, capacitive tips, and um, it comes with the clip. And I'll include a little Allen wrench that's the right size if you want to remove the pocket clip from from the pencil. And then uh, one step down from that is uh, a $33 version where I've got, I'm calling it the Bullet Pencil TT. And that configuration is more like a traditional bullet pencil where it's going to have a bullet or bullnose tip without the capacitive stylus tip. I've had a few folks say, hey. For the purists. Exactly right. <laughs> <Yeah>. and, um, <laughs> and by the way, the uh, – uh, back to my grandfather, his bullet pencil, he would use that that rounded tip for the old uh, rotary dial telephones. Yeah, yep. And uh, rather than sticking his big fingers in the hole, he would he use that to dial up the phone. And uh, so I imagine there's some other uses. And, you know, I've seen the guys on Instagram that have pins that are what they call tactical pins, yeah. where they mm-hmm. basically have a pointy end uh, so you can do whatever with it, I guess. But uh, so so it'll have that same function, where it's uh, just got a, a pointy tip. And then the the final one, and and this took me a while to get the pronunciation right. Uh, I'm sure you guys have seen the uh, movie A Christmas Story, where the dad oh, gets the, yep. uh, the a few hundred times, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> and and he gets the package in it, and fragile is written on there, and he pronounces it fragile. fragile. It must be yeah. Italian. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so the last one I'm calling the Ancile, which is <laughs> the proper uh, the proper uh, pronunciation, but uh, it's a reference to the uh, the ancient uh, Roman myth of uh, the god Mars lost his shield; it fell to earth, and um, and as long as the uh, shield was in the possession of the Roman Empire, the Roman Empire would flourish forever. I love and, that, uh, and and I, I I had to when I was blogging about that I had to go look it up because I knew I've seen the ne- that name before. Okay, but then I was like, oh, this is perfect. This is a a great reference. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. so this is a shield for the the tip of your pencil. Um, so it's a, it's almost like a pencil condom. Oh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> um, full circle here. But, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So so that's the the that's the entry level reward, and so. For twenty-two dollars, basically, you get the bullet pencil without with with a, with a stylus tip, uh, protects the pencil, but you don't have the clip or the uh, eraser feature on it, and um, it's going to actually be a two-piece unit because one thing I was concerned about is if you had your pencil in the ancile and it uh, was in your backpack or whatever, and you broke off the tip inside of the the shield, how would you get it out? And yeah. so I'm going to leave the stylus tips separate. It'll have that same little detent feature. And so you'll be able to take off the tube. And um, 
and and therefore if if the pencil were to break off you'd be able to pull it out and you know use another pencil to push out the the broken pencil that's cool and uh, put it back together so i tried to keep it simple on this campaign um like the clip campaign i probably if i ran the calculation there were probably a million permutations oh of, yeah of what you could get with all the different letters and uh, icons and all and uh but this one is plain and simple with the the three rewards cool um, I'm going to pause real quick because I think Tim accidentally just hung up on himself. Okay. So, I, hold, I, are, are you here? I'm back now. I, okay. I rejoined the call. But okay. I was, I was trying to mute for a second. Okay. And then I, I hit it had the real small buttons and I hit the end call, but I got back on. So. Well, if that's the case, I'm going to leave that in there because I think people will laugh. <laughs> <laughs> so so as, as, a, as a quick aside, um, you know, you're talking about a Christmas story. Tim, you grew up in northwest Indiana, so I'm sure that it was especially big kind of, kind oh, of where yeah. you were. Yeah, it was like the fifth gospel. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> no, it was everybody was a huge fan. Actually, I have a double connection is that my parents grew up in the town where the, uh, the actual house was. Oh, wow. it's somewhere in Illinois, isn't it? Uh, it's Ohio, I thought. It's Ohio. Okay. Yeah. And, and it was supposed to take place in like Gary or Hammond or something like that? Yeah, it's supposed to be in Hammond, which I live like 25 feet from Hammond. Wow. And that was, yeah, it was a big deal there. But. Yeah. I know here in Fort Wayne, and this is a super off, <laughs> off topic, uh, on Christmas Day we have a uh, television station and a radio station that play it nonstop 24 hours. Yeah. So <laughs> we, here yeah, in we Indiana we love our Christmas story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, um, so I guess we can probably go back to the subject. Um, so Jeff, what are the, what are the pledge levels to get these various, various things? Yeah. So did you say are, that? I can't remember. I, I did say that, but I'll, I'll repeat it again. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, there are three levels, the entry level to get the ancillary, which is the, the tip shield with the stylus tip. That's $22. And then it's $33 for the bullet pencil TT, which I'm calling tactical tip or traditional tip. And then the bullet pencil ST with the stylus tip is $39. And that includes shipping in the United States. And I'm sure that these parts are robust enough that I'm going to be able to put them in a bubble mailer to ship them worldwide. So I've tried to keep the shipping costs internationally down to make it uh, uh, more international friendly. So it's three extra bucks to ship uh, the bullet pencils abroad. Now I'm not going to ship a a pencil with the with the shield internationally because that would be much more expensive. I'd have to put it in a box so the pencil wouldn't get broken. Hmm. But in the United States, um, you'll be getting a pencil along with the shield. That's cool. Okay. So at um so I pledge. I know that the the ST is with um uh, at the thirty nine dollar level. So I, I actually pledge forty dollars. What do I get for my extra dollar? Uh, a heartfelt thank you. Perfect. Uh, uh, <laughs> Perfect. You know, I'm going to try to help everyone out. Uh, you know, what I was going to think of doing is that the page marker clips, I'm sure I'm going to have spares hmm. from the earlier campaign. And I was thinking to uh, throw in a clip for everyone as part of, the, of, of my thank you to them to help uh, support this campaign. That's cool. Do you have stretch goals? I don't really, you know, I was thinking of adding on things like uh, maybe doing a black anodized version. I don't particularly like doing cosmetic things to 
the products. I like them to be in their raw, um, unadulterated form, for back, lack of a better term, um, simply because over time the, the coating would scratch and wear off and maybe not look as attractive. And if it was raw aluminum, you can just, you know, get a scotch right pad and scuff it up and it'll be looking bright and nice again. But uh, potentially adding the anodizing, adding the bottle opener, uh, oh yeah, was was one thing I was considering. I was uh, also right now the 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 system is built to exclusively handle the Palomino, and I was thinking if there was enough momentum that I would uh, configure it or add a separate pencil that would be able to accommodate a, the the smaller diameter pencils like the Ticonderoga and some of the others. So actually that's a, that's a good question. And something we got from a couple people in, on that Facebook thread is um, regarding that, regarding the Palomino and uh, you know, just kind of how you, how it fits in there. What, what happens if I tried putting a, like a typical di- diameter pencil in there? Yeah. On, on the current prototype, it would be loose. Okay. And so you would have to, um, maybe put, uh, uh, you know, wrap it with some cellophane tape once or twice to get it to be nice and tight. But I'm, I'm looking at setting it up so it'll be universal. Now the, the racer tip is, it's going to be Palomino exclusive where it's the rectangular shape, but the, um, the, the pencil stub, um, and final configuration it's my intention to make it uh, accommodate uh, basically any number two traditional uh, shaped pencil. That's cool. And are you including extra stubs in with these these orders, or just the one? That's that- right. Yeah. So so uh, I'm going to take a single pencil, cut it in half. Um, I'll I'll uh, sharpen it up, and I, and I give a semi sharpen to the other tips so that it'll go into the into the bullet pencil. So you'll have one preloaded, and you'll have one spare. And That's then you'll cool. Have, have the eraser uh, loaded up already, and then uh, you'll have a couple stylus uh, capacitive tips as well. If you pick the ST model or the Anseal. That's cool. And so I know that when I when I order like a replacement pack of erasers from Pencils.com, it doesn't come with that little metal holder clip. But if I order pencils from Pencils.com, it will. It'll definitely come with those. Yeah, I had the yeah. same experience, and um, I. I intend to reach out to the Palomino people and see what they can do about uh, helping out in that regard because it seems like almost a bit of a cheat not to get the the clip. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it would be nice if you could have a spare clip or two, but I, I guess the clips are, you know, infinitely re- reusable as long as you don't u- lose them. Yeah, I've I've the only time I've ever snapped one was because when I – Sometimes when I'm listening to something, I, I fidget, so I just bent one back too far and snapped uh, it. But it's but it is really you know useful and and sturdy when I'm you know just using it in a, in a pencil. Yeah, I, I did have the experience, however, when I was test fitting the eraser that uh, when I had it much too tight, when I tried you know grabbed that little clip with my fingernails, I unrolled that little rolled section, and yeah. so. Um, I've got it tight enough now that that doesn't happen, but, but those, you can damage those things too. That's for, for sure. <laughs> gotcha. A lot of clips have been murdered in the process of making this pencil. Right. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Um, awesome. Well, I'm actually just looking through that, um, uh, that Facebook thread to see if there are any questions from the audience. Um, 
I guess a couple of people ask if you'd be able to show a picture of the TT on your Kickstarter campaign. I don't know if that's something you've actually developed yet or if you're still yeah, you know, putting that together. I, I definitely will. I know that um, you know, I've seen in the Instagram world that, uh, that there are some other uh, bullet pencils under development. And some people are saying, hey, I want more of a blunt tip. I want more of a pointed tip. And so I probably am going to offer an option or two, one of kind of a more tactical tip and one of a more traditional shape. And uh, that's something that I hope to do uh, this week uh, and make up the prototype tips so that you'll be able to see exactly what they're going to look like. Uh, the, the other thing that I'm going to add that's not in the current photos is the, the, the tip itself is a little smooth as shown in the prototype. And I'm going to give uh, the tip a, um, a spiral groove. Um, to, to allow you to get much better grip on, on the tip. So it's going to be real subtle, so it's not going to change the appearance much, but from a, a friction and, and tactile point of view, you're, it's going to be, you're going to be able to get a nice grip on the tip so when you pull it out, you're able to flip it around. That's cool. That's awesome. Hmm. Well, you know what they say, everybody wants something different. I, I think it was Ricky Nelson who said, if you can't please everyone, you've got to just please yourself. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Just so, just make something that you know that you can use. <laughs> right. um, anything else that I can't think of? Oh, um, kind of what you know. As of what we're talking right now, what is the what is the funding level for this Kickstarter? Well, I had uh, targeted uh, eighty nine hundred dollars, and hmm. I think we're at about forty five hundred right now. So, um, you know, a little over halfway, and we've got about eighteen days or so to go. So. I'm pretty confident we're going to reach our goal. Um, you know, my very first Kickstarter, I was at like 500% of funding. And, and this is back to your comment about the art and science of how to run a campaign. Yeah. Um, I tried putting a, a, a slightly higher funding goal on this one uh, because there is, you know, quite a bit of work in this project. And I wanted to make it, I wanted everyone to really commit to it and uh, uh, to, to be able to, make the investment from my end, including time and resources to get it done. So um, I'm confident that we're going to get there. And hopefully with this podcast and with your um, viewer base, you know, we, we get the momentum we need to get over the threshold here in the next couple of weeks. Awesome. Yeah, we, I mean, we definitely want to see this happen. And I know <laughs> we'll do what we can because it's not, you know, this is, we all kind of freaked out when we found out this uh, Kickstarter went live just because we're all so... <laughs> <laughs> we're kind of bullet pencil junkies in the first place, and then just to see something like this <laughs> actually happen, we all, we kind of freaked out. So we're we're behind you, and we really want to want to help you help you get there. In, oh, I in appreciate that. And, and I'm I'm definitely kind of looking forward to, you know, you know, you have yours, and then uh, uh, you know, Huckleberry Woodchuck has the one that he's been talking about a lot, and mm-hmm. I I actually think it's great because you guys are. It seems like you guys are approaching approaching it two different directions. So I definitely think there's kind of a. Uh, you know, there's a market for both, and even for somebody like me, I know that I I would use both often. So mm-hmm. I like yeah, yeah. I like the fact that you know you guys are are taking kind of two different approaches to it. No, I think I think it's really cool, and in fact, I you know I don't know those guys other than what I've seen on Instagram, and I reached out to them and and talked to and I, I apologize because I'm terrible with names, but I've talked to both the guys that are involved in that project, mm-hmm. and they're really great guys, and I think that it's it's a beautiful instrument that they're putting together, and so yeah, more power to them. Hopefully, 
you know, uh, if somebody doesn't like mine, they like theirs and vice versa. And uh, there's more than enough room, I think, in this niche of a market that that uh, hopefully we can both be happy. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, I'm really looking forward to what they're doing. I think it's neat how they've overcome the the friction loading issue by putting a few threads on there. Mm. That's a great idea. And it, I think it's going to be a robust uh, product. Um so yeah, it, it's really neat. That's cool. It's neat how you both to, to see two projects like this kind of come to life at the same time in two very different places. You know, on opposite sides of the country, it's almost like the you know, all those instances in history where people in Europe and people in America are coming up with the same thing. Oh, like rubber rubber vulcanation, I think was one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one, vulcanization. The one about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that uh, just that there seems to be enough of a, people are talking about bullet pencils enough that. So, two very different but related projects are coming up at the same time. It's really cool, really exciting. Yeah, and, and you know what's a little spooky is that the Metal Shop CT, which is the, I guess, the machine shop behind the mm-hmm. bullet pencil. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I'm relatively new to Instagram, and uh, I had my field notes cover in development, and then once I got on, I started poking around, and those guys had developed a field notes or memo book cover. It's kind of a clamshell unit made out of aluminum. Mm-hmm. And then, so we did that coincidentally. <laughs> um, and then, then this bullet pencil has been coincidentally. So I've been looking around my shop. I'm sure there's a spy cam in here somewhere. <laughs> um, but but uh, no, it's really neat. And and I'm I'm glad. You know, I think um, it's important for people in in this you know, kind of fanatical type <laughs> arena to, 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 um, be cooperative and to work together because, uh, to be competitive and cutthroat and, you know, it doesn't benefit anyone in this, uh, small little market. So yeah. I think it's super cool that these guys are, are doing the bullet pencil and, and I hope that uh, they appreciate what I'm doing and uh, more power to them when they, when they, uh, uh do their launch and on Kickstarter or whatever they're going to do. Well, when they launch, we'll have we'll have Jay on the show, and I'm, I'm I'm sure that we'll get him to talk about the, you know, how he used to work for the NSA and how he you know put that spy cam in your <laughs> <Okay>. studio. So. <laughs> Told you they're launching. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Uh, anybody have any more questions for Jeff? Uh, I have one that's only sort of related, and that is, how difficult would it be to machine a uh, pencil sharpener? Oh yeah, there aren't really good American pencil sharpeners or American made pencil sharpeners. Well, you know, I actually have, um, an interesting connection. Um, I, the, the company I work for now is called coding services group where we do these special coatings on all sorts of metal devices. And we're also the OEM supplier to exacto for their Z series hobby blades. And so uh, these are blades that are sharper and longer lasting than any hobby blades that are out on the market because we we do a step we call atomic sharpening and we apply a very thin but hard layer of a material called zirconium nitride, which is about five times harder than steel, onto the very edge of those blades. And um, so I know the innovation team and the development guys within – uh, Elmer's, which owns the Exacto brand name, that's cool. and so they've been talking about new uh, pencil sharpeners, and we've been doing some R and D work with them. Now I'm under 
an NDA is about what those specifics are. Oh, nobody's listening. Mm-hmm. You can tell us. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody listens to this uh, show. But they, um, they're constantly looking, you know, they have a continuous improvement program. Uh, they, they, uh, as much as they can, given the economies of scale and all the other issues, build their products here in the United States. The Z-Series blade, as an example, the raw blades are manufactured in New Jersey. Uh, we do the atomic sharpening and the coating uh, here in the San Diego area. And, um, and so I've been uh, with their innovation team several times and working on new designs on paper trimmers and uh, pencil sharpeners and all sorts of uh, you know, paper handling and stationary related items. So uh, they're looking at it. They're looking at a, a, a better pencil sharpener. And, um, you know, hopefully someday um, uh, we can invite Elmer's Exacto to come on the podcast here and talk all about it. Awesome. awesome. Oh, yeah. yeah that'd be great. Very cool. Well, well, Jeff, thanks for joining us. We really appreciate you taking some time to talk with us about this great project. Uh, where can people find you on the Internet or social media if they want to follow your process? Sure. So for the, the metal pocket combs, uh, I have a website. It's metalcomb.com. Uh, they can go there and take a look at the stainless steel and titanium combs I have to offer. On Instagram, I'm Metal Comb Works or, or the at symbol Metal Comb Works. Um, I try to post up pictures uh, every day or two of the process, including the bullet pencils and all the other products I have. Uh, for the field assistant covers, I have a website, thefieldassistant.com. And uh, for the bullet pencil, I was lucky enough to get the URL bulletpencil.com. And, uh, that, that's amazing. I'm, I'm impressed with that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got bulletpencils.com too, uh, Andy. So it, it, uh, um, I'm, I'm happy to have those addresses. And uh, they're basically hold, holding pages now for until the Kickstarter campaign is, is finished up. And then I have a Facebook page, Metal Combworks. And um, – Anyone's interested in the coding work we do for Exacto? It's uh, codingservicesgroup.com. And uh, you can always fire me an email, metalcombworks at gmail.com, and I'd be happy to reply to any other questions anyone has and about any of the products that we offer. Cool. Great. Well, thanks everybody for listening to episode 12 of the Erasable podcast. You can find the show notes for this episode at erasable.us slash 12. And you can join our Facebook group, which we are very, very close to 200 members, and we thank you for that. Uh, it, that group can be found at www.facebook.com slash groups slash erasable. I am Tim Wassum. You can read my writings and reviews at thewritingarsenal.com. You can follow me on Twitter at writingarsenal. You can follow me on Instagram at thewritingarsenal. Johnny, where can people find you on the Internet? I am at PencilRevolution.com. I'm on Twitter at Pencilution and on Instagram at Johnny Gamber, all one word. And I'm Andy Welfley. Um, I am on, uh, uh, I write at WoodClinch.com and you can find me on Twitter at A Welfley and uh, on also at, at WoodClinched and then I'm A Welfley on Instagram. Thank you all for listening to episode 12 of the Erasable Podcast. Even though we are the Erasable Podcast, please do not erase us from your podcast feed, and we will talk to you soon.